You are now listening to the Unstucked Podcast, where we teach you actionable steps to get unstuck in your life, career, finances, and business. Here's your host, Khalil Dumas. What's going on, Unstucked fam? If you're loving the podcast, be sure to visit unstuck.com for more resources, ways to work one-on-one with me and my company, Unstucked, as well as our free Unstucked guide to help you get unstuck in your career, life, finances, and business. Some exciting news, we have launched our budgeting course, which will be a free course for the next week, where I will sit down with you and walk you through our custom budget that will be free to download on our website. The link will be below. I'm so happy you're here for the ride. And now on to the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Unstuck Podcast. I'm your host, Khalil Dumas. Today, I'm joined by Donata. Donata is a manifesting superstar. She's been deeply studying and observing manifestation for over three years and discovered the secret power of imagination is all someone needs to completely transform their life. And I was just telling Donata, I came across one TikTok of hers. I commented and I said, I would love to have you on the show because of your energy and just your knowledge. How are you, Donata? I'm doing wonderful, Khalil. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to get into this. Oh, I cannot wait. This is going to be a fantastic conversation. Tell us a little bit about you. How did you start in the world of kind of just manifestation, self-empowerment, personal development? Like, where did you get your start? Was there like an aha moment? So growing up, always wanted to be an entrepreneur. You know, to give a brief synopsis of the story, what ended up happening is around 2018, I got into meditation and the law of attraction. But for some reason, I couldn't manifest my biggest desires until the end of 2020, early 2021, when I discovered the law of assumption, which led me to a journey where, I mean, I completely transformed my life. I went from overdrafted bank account, credit bureaus calling me every second, to moving to a beautiful apartment, having my own online successful business within two months of discovering the law of assumption. That's amazing. And I had guests in the past talk about, you know, manifestation law of assumption. And I ask everyone kind of the same thing because I think there's a little bit of toxicity in that manifestation world where we just think and we wish and it happens. How do you truly manifest something? What does that mean to you? And how much does that rely on the actions that you take in your day-to-day life? Mm, That's a beautiful question. So when it comes down to manifestation, I truly believe that, you know, When you impress your subconscious mind, that's what becomes a reality in your world. And when your subconscious mind is properly impressed, if you pay attention, you'll naturally be nudged and guided to taking aligned action to meet your manifestation halfway. And like you say, a lot of people say, think positive, think positive. And it's much more deeper than that. Yeah, that's so true. That's something that I always, when I work with my clients or when I just have a conversation, and usually when I work with clients paralysis by analysis is usually what they're going through with a touch of imposter syndrome. And what I tell them, right, is first and foremost, instead of focusing on this huge lofty goal that you may have for yourself, focus on those everyday habits to your point, right, that go into that manifestation, right? Because your habits are going to dictate a lot of your reality. So again, I wanted to stress that because when people hear the manifestation, they start to feel like, What was that book? The Secret, right? They start to hear and feel things like that, where it's like, well, is this whimsical? Is this real and tangible for me? So in your experience with working with your clients, what are some of the things that you guys talk about? What are some of the things that you find to be very helpful when you guys are in your sessions and when they're trying to understand manifestation? So something I find really helpful is, you know, growing up, we're really taught that 
the world works a certain way and progression and success is something that goes step by step. Kind of like you're climbing a ladder, right? And I like to really ingrain into my clients the fact that they are such powerful creators that as long as they can impress their subconscious mind, be clear on what they desire, and take aligned action, their current circumstances do not matter. In fact, the current circumstances are only the past. And from that moment on, once they impress their mind and they take aligned action, they can completely watch their reality shift. And they walk in right into the the reality that they desire with their manifestation. I love that phrase, aligned action. Okay, so speaking hypothetically here, right? I'm not in alignment with the actions I'm taking. What are some of the things that I can start to do today to start to align myself and start to manifest the things that I really want? So let's say you're manifesting having a business that gives you $10,000 per month. That's a pretty popular one people desire, (laughs) right? So if you're looking to manifest a business that's 10K per month, first things first, I would actually just start to work on your relationship with yourself and your relationship with money. That's the first thing I would do. Knowing that you are worthy and deserving of earning this amount of money, knowing that as long as you apply yourself and you use manifestation and align action, you can have that desire. Something else I would tell someone that wants to take aligned action and manifest $10,000 per month is to treat their action at the same level as they're treating their manifestation. So you want to be doing both daily, every single day. The same way we work towards our goals, we work towards, oh, I need to send X amount of emails, I need to do this, is the same way we need to write our gratitude list, you know, impress our subconscious mind through imagination. Absolutely, and that's king, right? And I think people overcomplicate manifestation, affirmations, because I think a lot of folks think, okay, well, I'm just going to wish it and I'll be it. And to your point, right, we spend so much time for an employer, for other people, giving them, right, and completing their own tasks, but we put ourselves aside. And something that I tell my clients is, you know, when you create that list like you just mentioned, and someone comes and asks you a favor, right, if things on your list aren't getting done or haven't been done, That's your prompt to give an automatic no, right? And Warren Buffett puts it best and others who are ultra successful put it best, right? Saying no is the most powerful tool that you can have in your manifestation bucket. You know, and I think a lot of people think manifesting means perfection, means saying yes to everything, means having it all together. When to your point in actuality, it's showing yourself grace and and putting yourself first, really, at the end of the day. I know for a lot of folks, especially people like myself with ADHD, that can be really difficult. So, Can you talk a little bit about how our brains play this role in manifestation, really that subconscious mind, because it is so powerful. Have you learned anything from not only just your own research, but just working with clients as well? So first thing I'd like to say is I like to say that our mind is divided into two parts, our conscious mind, which is what we're using every day, and our subconscious mind. And what most people don't know is that 97% 97% of the actions that we take on a daily basis is literally being produced by our subconscious mind, which was programmed between age zero and seven by our environment and the people around us. So all of our beliefs, our assumptions, what we believe to be true in the world, what we expect, what we think we're capable of, and the way we see ourselves is stored in that subconscious mind running on autopilot. 
Yeah, and that autopilot piece is, you know, The Power of Habits. It was a fantastic book that really opened me up to understanding that. And the example that was given in that book that sticks with me to this day was an older man who had severe brain damage to the point where, right, he didn't really even remember who he was, but his wife would notice, right, the next day after they came home from the hospital, he got up and did all of these things, right, made breakfast, did all the things he did every single day, walked the dog, even though she said he didn't even remember where the leash was. He went to the spot where it used to be, right? So it really starts to open you up to your point about that automated piece of our brain. And you said something to be really striking, right? 95% of our subconscious mind is programmed between the ages of zero and seven. And it's so true. I always say the number one dream killer, manifestation killer, unfortunately, and sorry for the parents that are listening, are our parents, right? Because they're the folks that are equipping us with that knowledge. So if I'm someone that notices that my subconscious mind is holding me back, how can I start to potentially reprogram that? Just giving you a tidbit of something that I do every night before I go to bed, I usually sit up for five to 10 minutes and just really powerfully think about what exactly I want for my life outside of material things, how I want to feel, how I want my day to go. How can someone start to reprogram their own subconscious? Do you do anything today that helps you do that? So quite a few things. When it comes to reprogramming the subconscious mind, the most important piece is to find out through your actions and through the results you're seeing in your day-to-day life what those limitations are. And so if you're stuck at a certain amount of income every single month and every month you say, oh, I'm going to pass it this month, but for some reason you just can't, that's most likely something in your subconscious mind. And so I would become aware of that and I would begin to manifest the opposite through numerous manifestation techniques, visualizing that you have changed that belief, affirming to yourself, I am someone that earns X amount, writing it down on paper And then again, taking that aligned action and letting it go and trusting that process. Now, the second thing I would do to go ahead and reprogram my subconscious mind is five minutes before I go to bed every single night, rather than focusing on everything that went wrong, everything I have to do tomorrow, what time I'm going to wake up, my to-do list, I would just focus my mind on everything that went great throughout the day, focus my mind on gratitude, relax my body, and then step into my imagination and visualize myself experiencing the life that I desire right now, feel it, and fall asleep with that feeling. And naturally, from doing that, people will see that things are starting to change and shift in their day-to-day, and it will become easier for them to naturally take that action because they will be going with a belief that is in harmony with their subconscious rather than a disharmonious belief, right? Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. And you said these two very, very important words, which is actions and results. And this is something that I always tell my clients is, you know, life's an experiment. You got to think about, right, if Albert Einstein was afraid to fail and try new things, we wouldn't have a lot of the things we have today, right? So being able to take that action and look at life as this experiment, not this need to be perfect all the time, is super important because you need that trial and error. And I loved what you mentioned about, for example, and this is something I coach my personal finance clients on constantly is, for example, if you're used to having $100 in your account and I automatically give you $10,000, you may love and it may give you euphoria to receive that $10,000. You may say, I deserve this. Like, wow, look at all my hard work paying off. But to this earlier conversation we just had, your subconscious mind is used to having $100 in your account. So what do most people do? They spin back down to $100. And so what I have folks do is, number one, budget, because that's huge to be able to show you, right, 
just start to reprogram your relationship with money is to show you your flow of money, which is so important. But two is to address, why do you feel comfortable with $100 in your account? Why are you self-sabotaging, right? So I start to challenge them and say, okay, for three months, have $1,000 or more in your account. Okay, for the next three months, have $10,000 or more in your account, right? And that forces you to make really difficult decisions. And it forces your subconscious to start to align with your actual reality. So in terms of money, you mentioned that, right? That was something that you've noticed a giant shift in. What are some of the beliefs you had to put to bed? What are some of the practices that you've had to do to get to your current state today? I actually had a very tough, long time transforming my uh, limiting beliefs around money. I was definitely that person who would earn maybe $7,000, $10,000 and go right back to zero. Something I had to do was really focus my attention towards being the person that spends less than they earn. And also just building the belief that the money I put out is going to come back to me multiplied. Building those two beliefs, as well as taking action in the fact of, let's say I'm having a really good month. Rather than taking my foot off the gas, I'm going to put my foot two times on the gas and make even more, right? I'm going to go with the momentum that the universe is already giving to me, the momentum I've created. I'm going to continue going with that and make as much as I can while keeping that abundant mindset and not being scared to let some of it go and you know have time to come back to me. That was the most important thing to me when it comes to shifting my mindset, but also building the general belief that all my needs are met at every moment of time and point of space, which is huge. I believe that that just completely strikes out that scarcity and like lack mindset as a whole. Absolutely. And I, you know, I couldn't have said it better myself. And I think, you know, that limiting belief portion is, is so powerful and I think is worth continuing to talk about because it extenuates past finances, right? It even goes into building a business, which is something you're currently working on. So have you noticed parts of your old self coming back as you build that business or start to level up your finances? And how do you start to, for lack of a better term, kind of fight back, your new self kind of fight back to say, hey, no, 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 this is where we're going. You mentioned like visualization and whatnot, but what are some of those actions that you're taking to make sure that you're staying in alignment with where you want to go? So back last year when I 3x my income and, you know, I I never had that much money before, I would go out and I'd spend more money than, you know, I was ever used to spending. And I would get so much fear. I mean, I was so scared. I was like, whoa, I don't know. Like, I'm putting this out. It's probably not going to come back. And I was really stuck in that loop continuously going. And what truly allowed me to step out of that loop is, in a sense, creating a method for my money. So, for example, 20% goes towards this. 10% is for me to buy whatever I want for myself as a gift. And that way I was able to show myself, okay, I am worthy of buying these things. I don't need to feel guilty to spend this money again. And that is how I eliminated my old self from coming back. And it took me so long to realize that. But for anyone out there struggling with money and, you know, even if you have a lot of it, but you're struggling with managing it, I would say have a certain percentage that goes here, a certain percentage that's just for you, a certain percentage that is for you to buy things for yourself, and then even a percentage to give to others, whether that's to you know someone that you see walking on the street that needs something, or whether it's to your friends and family, whatever you feel fit. But having that structure in your finances is a huge game changer. And it's something I just didn't believe in for the longest time. But the sooner you implement it, 
the sooner more money will flow to you because you're building that relationship and trust with yourself and with money. It's so true because personally, and also I encourage this for clients as well, is like automatic transfers are your best friend. Paying yourself first will be your best friend. And I think this is kind of where I'm trying to bridge the gap between what I see today in manifestation and what I'd like to see in future state is seeing how everything comes together. You know, we've touched on finances, which is huge, right? Because Unfortunately, I wish it wasn't this way, but money is energy in this world. So having that money, having that energy and being able to then back it up with the actions you're taking, right? Like automatic transfers, addressing the fears of spending money and having it not come back because there's something really interesting. And I want to talk about that a little bit that happens when you're afraid of money. It's not that you would do this natural thing, which is if I'm afraid of spending, I'm not going to spend. All of a sudden, like you're spending more because you're more anxious, right? Whether that's on DoorDash, whether that's on, right, splurging at the store, whether that's you out with friends and you're thinking, okay, I'm going to step into this new person that has money, which maybe you don't have money quite yet, right? And all of a sudden you're spending just to reaffirm it for yourself instead of being confident and understanding I've already made it, I'm already proven, and so that was a big shift for me. I went from making, you know, $500 a week, so 2000 a month about five years ago to making north of about 200 k And I'll tell you, some of the hard lessons that I learned in between that is the first that I gave about the baseline piece. But really, it was, to your point, this fear of spending, not because I was overspending, but just the fear itself. And having to sit with that, it wasn't a linear experience for me. Today, it still rears its ugly head. And I tell anyone who's a human, like, there's this really interesting thing that happens when you're a human in that you can be your new self, that self that you really love, and your old self can still exist at the same time. It's like the chicken and the egg argument, right? Both came at the same time. That's some of the things that I wanted to talk some more to you about is like griping with the new you and the old you, for lack of a better term. And like, do you do anything specifically to keep yourself in the mode of this is the new me and keep your kind of old self at bay, but not like degrade your old self? Because that's also really important. Like, have you found a balance there? You know, when it comes to balancing myself and the old self, I've developed this mentality where I tell myself I have completely abandoned that old version of myself. And I use a creative outlet of photography to actually capture a model who looked almost lifeless <laughs> on a stool. And I use that as an image in my mind to represent my old self, that I have completely abandoned that self. And what I do is every single day, I will continuously affirm my new beliefs in this new version of myself. So for someone who is stepping into this new version of themselves and wants to make sure that they can stick to this new version and not go back, I would say create a life script, one page long, just talking about who you are as a person. X person is looked at as this person. X person feels worthy and deserving within. X person does this role in the world. And as you read that to yourself every single morning, it keeps you on track so that you don't ever go back to that old version of yourself. Well, you have it here on the screen. It's Donata Imagines. And I think the imagination portion is where I've seen everyone struggle because we're not all innately creative beings and we're not all great at using our imagination. And that is something that's been repeatedly taught to me is the ability to use your imagination with a touch of delusion, but be able to write, be back in reality. But can you talk about blending manifestation 
imagination and just like reality all in one. Because I think that's the really nuanced piece that a lot of people struggle with is staying in the present moment, imagining their better self while also trying to actively manifest by taking action. So like how as a person can I like go about balancing imagination and leverage that to manifest? I would say that Neville Goddard said it best. Imagination creates reality. As we covered earlier on in this pod, a lot of our subconscious beliefs are continuously manifesting on autopilot, the things that we expect, right? So what if, right, and this is what I do, what if we took some time to step into our imagination, truly let go of the reality that we're in now, close our eyes and just step into our imagination, see what we desire now. So let's say I desired a a sports car. That's probably a popular one. I desire a (laughs) sports car. I walk into that sports car. I can smell it. I can feel the wheel in my hands. And I can hear my friend in the passenger seat saying, oh my God, you're going so fast, slow down. (laughs) And you're getting all excited with it. And you're like, oh, I'm really driving this car. To the point where when you leave your imagination, you're like, oh, wow, I'm back in this room. And then the way you would blend it into reality, right, is to just go about your day with an inner knowing that what you saw in your imagination must manifest. Why must it manifest? Not because it's something you're putting out in the air and you're hoping for it to become real, but because you understand that whatever is impressed on the subconscious mind, which is done through imagination, must become a reality. And that is what I do to go about merging the two. As you were saying, I was closing my eyes and imagining myself in my new Range Rover because that is one of the things that I've been manifesting and and something that I'm very close to. And it's something that I did exactly what you spoke of a couple of years ago, which is like truly imagining myself. And it's not for the material because I know there's a couple of folks listening right there are going to be like, well, it's not all about material possessions. It's okay to want material things because whether it's wanting a material thing or whether it's wanting to be a new person, you still have to do the activity you just did. You still have to step into it. And you said it without saying it, but this is a huge piece of manifestation that I've had to learn, which I kind of give this example of like the driven, ambitious person that wants to go to med school. Like we can all imagine a person or two that we've met that really wanted to go to law school or really wanted to go to med school. And they are just constantly reminding you and telling you that I want to do these things. And it's really interesting how that will happen. But then once they get it, it's not for them. And I think you mentioned something really powerful, which is really feeling it and thinking about it in the present moment, but then letting it go. The letting it go piece was hard to learn. And I still have to remind myself of it because what letting it go allows you to do is reprogram your subconscious mind. Because if you really want it, it'll stick with you. And as you start to make decisions, right, like you'll really start to align with those decisions. So Letting it go is really powerful because I know a lot of people struggle with that because it's like, well, then I'm going to slouch and then I'm going to slack, right? Perfectionism in that piece is just us self-protecting, right? Because we're protecting ourselves from ourselves, which is a really weird kind of energy to be in. So like in your own day-to-day or like even with clients and stuff, have you experienced that letting go? Because for me personally, it's brought a level of contentment, which has then 10 times the amount of things coming to me. Talk a little bit more about that, like letting go, because I think that's a really, really interesting concept. So letting go is one of those terms that I feel like are a bit, you know, controversial in the manifestation world. And so I would like to bring a new perspective to it, which is it's much more than letting go. It's disattachment. 
Not being attached to, oh my God, I need this now. I need this person right now. I need them to text me right now. Oh, I need this money right now in my account or I'm going to go crazy. When you can feel good in the present moment, when you can feel peace, joy, happiness right now in the present, no matter what's going on in your world, that, in my opinion, is the definition of letting it go and detaching from the outcome which I found with my clients and from my own personal experience makes their manifestation come lightning speed. Yeah, it's so true. Like, that's such a powerful thing because when I think about, right, like if you're someone that wants to be ultra wealthy or if you're someone that wants to be really calm, like just like be very calm and be that observer, right? When you're around people that have accomplished one or two of those things, they're not giving that energy like we just talked about, which is like, I need it now. Like you just said, like I need it now, right? They're giving the energy of like, I'm already here because I am already here. And so that's a piece where I just really wanted to bridge that gap to your imagination explanation. Because I think that's so pivotal and so critical to really understanding manifestation. So I know we were kind of having a conversation before this and you were in the process of building a, a manifestation course and just building courses in general. You talk about like what you're trying to solve for there and, and kind of what you're wanting to give the audience. You see, I feel like a lot of people, they've learned about manifestation. They've seen the secret, like you mentioned in the beginning. Yet, just like I found myself in 2018 to 2019, two years into it, I'm manifesting this successful business. I'm manifesting this luxury apartment, yet it's not coming. And why is it not coming? There's so many different explanations, but it was because I wasn't actually manifesting and impressing my subconscious mind. And so my goal here for this course is to take someone who, you know, just a regular person walking down the street or someone who has experienced and has manifested a few things here and there, yet for some reason, their deepest desires won't manifest. And I want to bridge that gap so that they can finally step into their power, transform those limiting beliefs stored in their subconscious mind, completely transfer their self-concept or self-image so that they can truly live the life that they desire. And never again will they have to ask someone, how can I manifest this? How can you do this? How can I change those limiting beliefs? Because they will finally have all the tools that they need so that they can step into a world where, you know, they have friends that are supportive, friends that care about them. They have the ability to say, hey, I want this car. I have it now. They have the ability to say, oh, that's the apartment. Okay, great. Send me the lease. I'm ready to sign it. Without ever having to stop and wish and want and have that negative attachment, right? Just so things can flow freely and they can truly live the good life, the dream life, what is shown to us in movies. Mm. And when you talk about, right, giving them and equipping them with those tools, aside from what we've already mentioned, is there something that we haven't maybe mentioned that is really important to that journey that you're going to be kind of walking people through in that manifestation course? I believe that something everyone should ask themselves more is, who am I? Who am I as this person? And from that question, I believe it will lead people to truly begin to understand the power that they hold within them. Because a lot of the times, people don't need a new manifestation technique. They just need to know, oh, wow, I'm powerful and I'm deserving. I'm worthy. I'm lovable. And that is usually the little golden key that sounds like, you know, oh, okay, everyone says that. But that's truly sometimes just the little missing key for someone to completely transform everything. 
Absolutely. And I think that's wonderful. And that's, you know, while I don't do specific manifestation work, that's usually where I start with most of my clients is getting their present moment down on a board, like so they can see it. Like to your point, it becomes the who am I? We go through their health, we go through their finances, we go through their goals for the year. We really start to see, right, what it is that they want. And it's really interesting in this exercise because we'll get through it in in an hour, hour and a half, and then we'll come back in a week and they'll be like, you know, I realize like a couple things on here are not actually who I want to be. They just have been on my list because I thought, right, parents, right? Again, biggest killer of dreams is our parents a lot of the time. And, you know, I'm fortunate and lucky that my parents are very reinforcing. But you start to, I've heard that so much where it's like, a lot of these aren't my goals. These are goals that I feel like I have to accomplish. And so on that note, when you have clients and when you run into people that are manifesting lives that they feel forced to be manifesting, for lack of a better term, like, to your point, like, how do I start to figure out who I am? Is it just writing it down? Is it that simple? So first thing I'll say is that I found myself in that place for a very long time. I mean, I know uh, a lot of the viewers watching this might have parents right now or family that's saying, hey, you need to go to school. You need to go to standard route. For a long time, I was put in that position where, you know, there was disharmony in my household for years because I decided to drop out of college. I decided to say, okay, I'm going to be a freelance this and I'm going to be a freelance that until I found out that entrepreneurship is what I wanted to do. And so when it comes down to finding who you are, it's the intention and the decision that you are going to discover who you are. And then from that point on, you're going to create the life that you desire for yourself and not for others. Because so many, so many people I've seen with so much potential let their dreams die due to their family. And that is probably the worst thing you can do because at the end of the day, if you're not living for you, who are you living for, right? Ooh, if I could circle, highlight, star, put all the asterisks around that so people would take that. If you take one thing from this episode, it's exactly what Donata just said. So aside from what we've spoken about, is there anything in general that you just want to leave our listeners with? Maybe we didn't cover it. Maybe it's something you want to share. Something I would want to say to our listeners right now is that it is okay to dream big. It is okay to not go the conventional route. It is okay to take all these tools that you're learning from this podcast and dream big. Manifest. Use your imagination for your success and take that aligned action Go for it. Every single day when you wake up, read that piece of paper that you wrote down describing who you are and the life that you want to live and take actions based off of that rather than what you're actually facing in this reality and what your subconscious mind might be saying, those negative thoughts might be saying. Put all of that to the side for a while and just dream big and act in alignment with that and see what it does to your life. Because clearly, if you're listening to this right now, there is a change that you are after, and why wouldn't this be it? Open your mind to it, test it out, and see what happens. Donata, thank you so much for coming on. I think this is a fantastic place to stop. If you guys want to connect with Donata, all her descriptions will be below, and you'll be able to connect with her on TikTok, Instagram, and all the other wonderful social platforms that are out there. Thank you, Donata. Thank you, Khalil. This was a blast. Thank you for listening to the Unstucked podcast. Visit us at unstucked.com and follow us on TikTok at Unstucked.